Welcome to Breakdown to Build Up, a podcast on existential living, an uplifting, educational, and entertaining inquiry into life's big questions with me, your host, artist, educator, and all-around Renaissance human being, Jordan Guzman. Hi, everybody. How are you guys doing? Have you filed your taxes yet? I did, and it feels really good because I tried to do that shit on my own, and I'm always afraid that the IRS is going to like come knocking at my door because I didn't file something or like just out of ignorance and naivete. But I did it, and I feel really freaking good. I want to read off or kind of just talk about these notes that I've been taking ever since I started um, caring for an, an infant. And in my experience, I'm used to working with children who are can at least walk. And I was a little nervous at first, but um, after showing the ropes and kind of getting into a routine, I feel pretty good and have a really lovely bond with this little chunky cute baby and during this time of working with an infant there have been so many moments of inspiration and clarity and just a self-assuredness about my direction in life and why I choose to live the way that I want to live And that kind of lifestyle is just a little bit more on the bohemian, free-spirited side. And I think for a long time, I had felt kind of like guilty about that because I felt like it was um, me rebelling or like shirking from or shirking responsibility. And while part of that is... Um, I don't say true, but I would say, yeah, like I, I want to shirk off a lot of expectations and um, cultural, cultural, societal expectations. I feel like when compared to that, um, my value system is just a little different from the cultural norm. So there has been kind of like a wrestling with guilt about that. And I love me some personality quizzes and I'll find anything to take, um, like any kind of, like I want to know what kind of pizza I am. I want to know what kind of chair I am. (laughs) I love any, I love any quizzes that, that tell me a little bit more about who I am. And this one that I just took, Um, just earlier today while I was doing my taxes and I had like a little freak out moment and I was like, oh my God, why don't I want to do this? This is it. I mean, nobody wants to do their taxes. It's just not fun. And so the first thing that popped into my head, because I love me some shadow work too, is like, what is my shadow archetype? And what, if I could like attribute or put some type of like, um, well, yeah, like 
attach it to an archetype, what would what would it be attached to? And I got the sloth, the sloth archetype. And I guess the two major things that come out through there is um, like not wanting or not taking responsibility and um, also laziness. So like, and the behaviors would be like procrastination and, and lounging and all that stuff. And I listened to, I subsequently listened to an audio podcast of somebody talking about that archetype. And, but the hopeful part of it was that um, people who have this archetype can be very efficient and kind of do things, yeah, efficiently because, you know, you don't want to spend forever doing these things. So I felt like there was kind of like a way out of that and how to work with that um, shadow archetype figure instead of letting it rule and kind of take over um, my decision-making. But what, um, and and I feel like this like inner tension is like, wow, like I've really um, slowed down in life a lot. And, but as I've done that by just kind of, choosing to take care of, you know, one little child for a family um, or one or two little children instead of trying to run a school and also teach children, groups of children at a time. Um, During that time, now that I spend just with one or two little children, I've had a lot of time to kind of just scale back and so many inspirations have been coming to me during that time and different ideas, poetry, kind of this like stream of consciousness that is just really inspired. And a lot of my kind of philosophies about life have been coming together and I've been really excited about that. And um, kind of figuring out internally, like what my next steps are, and what kind of foundation I really want to build for my life, that doesn't have to do with what, you know, kind of taking what I've learned from the past, and then building a foundation on top of that. So that's been really exciting. Um, So one thing I kind of put down that I realized, I mean, if like if you've heard me talk in person or if we've had a conversation in person, you know that I take a very philosophical approach to life. And that's the lens through which I see life. Um, All my experience kind of helps me build a philosophy about life, about people, about the world. And I really love sharing that. And that's why I do this, um, do this podcast. So I kind of like, uh, sometimes I'm like, am I an artist? Like, am I a writer? Am I this? Or kind of feeling like I have to change my identity as an artist or something. And I just know that kind of like the overarching theme is that I'm a philosopher and it spills out and it's showcased through art, through speaking, 
through teaching and through all these other different avenues. But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm definitely um, have like a philosopher mindset. And I had this question to kind of ask, which was, do you use ready-made philosophies for life? And do you know that you can create your own? And I feel like if you're attracted to these kinds of conversations or listening to my podcast in general, it's because you probably don't fall or don't want to fall within um, a mainstream view of your life philosophy, whether it be spiritual or, um, or I guess mostly, um, you know, your, your spiritual perspective on life. And while I'm working with babies, with a baby, there's a lot of, um, I wouldn't say downtime because, well, I guess while they're sleeping, but like while I'm holding the little, a little baby or just walking around and, you know, they're not chit chatting with you in the way that a two and a half year old and up would, but all of that kind of like vacant um, time is just has been so valuable to me. And I it, it, sometimes I feel guilty to say that I like it. And I and I've had to or continually try to let go of the guilt of what it is that I want out of my life because um, it just like doesn't always like fit in. Or I feel like I'm, not that I always have to explain myself, but I feel like um, in the most normal conversations, sometimes when I meet people, I feel like I have to well, I don't really have to explain myself, but I just always end up giving this like different framework for I for how I relate to the most basic things like work and family and like everything. <laughs> I feel like everything kind of leads to like, well, you know, I, th I think about it this way. I don't really think about it, you know, in the traditional way or, or whatever it is. Well, But through building kind of a, a slower life and trying to find stability through stillness, I have been able to see what's really kind of bubbling up in life for me. Because when you're in a chaotic mode or, um, and sometimes that, I mean, like shit happens and there's things that happen or are out of your control. But, but usually our culture is like, you know, it's very go, 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 like busy, being busy is some type of like fucking badge of honor or something. And so many people get burnt out as I did and have had to scale back. And even the idea of like retirement that you bust your ass, you know, from after college, you're supposed to know what it is that you, you're supposed to know what it, who you are and what it is that you want to do until 
you turn 65 or 70 or whatever, and then you finally get to rest. What? <laughs> like, I was thinking about that the other day, and it just makes no sense to me. Um, why, why rest comes later, and there's no opportunity for rest while we, or rest and play. Like, rest and play is such a guilty pleasure. So I feel like the way when I like kind of look up like the shadow type of the sloth, I'm like, how can I integrate play and rest into my life so that I don't have to constantly feel like I have to get away from like hard work in order to play and rest? I, I, I don't know, but I want to inter I want to put both of those things together. And um, it is very idealistic. But that's really kind of how I want to live my life in working, in mixing work and play. And one of this, these scenes in um, uh, Mary Poppins is um, I think I said in one of my podcasts before, but where when um, Mary kind of teaches the kids how to clean up her room or clean up their room um, with fun and like song and dance, so it makes it seem like play. And I want my whole life to be around that. And that's not like trust me guys i am like i am like so serious about life and i think the reason why i feel like i've needed to do that is because if i don't i will get so serious and like neurotic and intense and combative and just like a bull in a china shop about my career <laughs> that i have to like rein myself in and retrain myself to take it slow to like be a little bit more strategic and methodical so that i'm not constantly just like um peeling out like in life and so it's really helped me to kind of integrate play and work. And um, I feel like a lot of what is necessary for me to complete kind of my mission, or at least to further along my soul's mission, is to not burn out. Like I need not burn out. And even when slowing down, I can actually feel my anxiety instead of just kind of filling it with things to do. And I have time to grieve and I can daydream for the future. And I think a lot of us fill up our schedule, fill up our life because we have a lot of pain that we're not trying to feel. 
and that in making, creating an external world that fits the norm of what everybody thinks will kind of, you know, make them happy. A lot of people, when they get to those things, you know, still feel like, oh, isn't there more? And I feel like a lot of people learn later on that you could actually enjoy your life and play and rest and work at the same time. Think about it. When people retire, what do they, the, all these people are like, what do I do with my time? What do I do? And, and I've read it in articles. Like I read like, what do people do when they retire? They, get, they find a freaking hobby. They learn themselves again, like who they are. They do all the stuff that I'm like, wait, wait, like they do all this, all the stuff that I feel like I have to do on a weekly basis in order to keep my sanity. And I'm like, you're telling me our culture has told people for years and years and years that you have to wait until you're like going into traditional retirement to experience that? Nah, bro. I can't. I wrote down this kind of, this thought, which I thought was interesting. And I wrote, I want space in my life for nothing. And from what I've learned about physics, nothing is an empty. It's full, it's filled with matter. Nothingness is full. The world feels so harried and frantic. What's the antidote to that virus? Quote, why are you reading when your website isn't up? What you're making isn't enough to save for emergency fund, get insurance, dental care, save for re retirement, invest in crypto stocks, start multiple businesses, save for vacation, save to buy a house. These kinds of worries floating in my head. Damn, I need to make more money, get a job that burns me out has more than enough money for all of the above, but unhappy because now I don't have time to be, to ponder, because I'm making my free time, I'm spending my free time recovering from work time. I'm a machine. No. Actually, what I want my free time for is to philosophize. I turn everything in my life into a philosophy. Life is philosophical. I love gathering wisdom about it all. And I love my workspace because I have time for pondering. That's, what I that's why I like it. It's not because I'm lazy. It's because I want space to wonder. I want a peaceful work environment because I want to get paid to wonder and to care. I want to get paid to come up with ideas about life and share them. I've always had that knack and it started in my teens. You know, I read some of that without realizing that I was going to be like without reading it beforehand. And it's true. And I feel like that's really hard sometimes for me to, to admit
but I love, you know, I love doing this. I love poetry. I love all those things. What do you love? And I don't ask just so that, I don't ask what you love so that you can like destroy, you know, pick out, like change your life a thousand, you know, 180 and get rid of everything and just start doing what you love. Like, I understand that it's not, it's not so black and white like that. But I, what I feel like is it's important to know what it is that you really, really love doing. Even if it's a private list that you make about what you love doing and do some of those things, make time, carve out time in your life to integrate what it is that you love doing that connects you to your human spirit and how you can contribute to the world and tie those in with what you do somehow and practice it in private. It doesn't have to be for everybody to know. And each age that I work with always has something to kind of teach. And I feel like with babies and taking care of little infants, what it has taught me is immense compassion because everybody that I've ever known and met, every adult has been a little tiny baby at some point. And all that baby needed was somebody to look at them and coo and laugh and smile and take care of them and hug them and feed them. And it really like breaks my heart when I imagine that people didn't get that and, you know, suffer and the world suffers because of that. But what has brought the most, like it, it gives me such compassion And it helps me now as an adult take responsibility for my life and everything I've gone through. And also to see myself as just that little baby that, you know, needs love and I can give that to myself. So that's my stream of consciousness thoughts for you guys this week. And what's your what's your like real desire that you have that makes that that makes you feel some kind of guilt? Do you feel guilt for what it is that you really want? What it is that you love doing? I do too sometimes. And then I have to remember that that I am who I am and to own that and to create a life that's just worthy of my desires. And what does that look like for you?
for you, it's probably it's definitely probably not taking care of little babies, maybe. But I know it's something. It's something in there that's trying to get out and trying to be expressed through you. It doesn't have to be art. Or maybe it is art. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's something creative. But get it out, okay? Get it out. Write it down on a piece of paper and figure out what it is that needs to be expressed through you at this period of time in your life. Right now, for me, it's doing this podcast. So much so that I haven't like made um, a lot of paintings. It's writing and pondering and putting together my philosophies so that I can do something with it. Who knows? I'm in for the adventure. But I feel very good knowing that I'm honoring, that I'm continue to honor my desires. And I, I don't even say my desires, but or just my longing, my calling, longing, whatever that is. And seeing where it goes and, and taking me into the unknown which actually has been known by my soul all along. And I hope the same for you. That's it for today. I love you guys. You guys are all cute, little tiny cutie babies. I just want to hold you. Just want to hold you like a baby and gives you a nice little kissy on your forehead. <laughs> Ever since I've been babysitting this little five-month-old baby, everybody is my baby. You're my baby. You're my baby. You're my baby. <laughs> I just want to cuddle and hold you. And if you're not nice, I still wish that I could, you know, have cuddled and held you. So I have a lot of compassion. I want to say thank you to my girl, Shanice Paramore, for continuing to... Uh, support me on Patreon. Thank you guys so much. I also wanted to invite you to become a patron. If you value my wisdom or my words, or if you get anything out of it, and I've changed the structure a little bit before I had three options and different, um, and different benefits in each tier. And I've found that what I have actually been doing is um, pretty much sending you like a little care package of art and inspirations and little tidbits that have helped me or things that have been on my mind. So there's two tiers. One is for $5.55, I think, a month, and the other is $11 a month. And the only difference is, is the amount of little stuff that you get in your care package, your monthly care package from me. So if you like what you hear, and if you want to help or just give me a boost of confidence um, with your support through Patreon, then find the link in the show notes. And that would be amazing. I always end up sending art to Shanice. And she posts on her Instagram, my little packages that I send. And I send prints. I never send artwork that I don't like I don't make artwork just to sell. So all of the artwork has been just, you know, 
from straight from my soul, like to paper, um, not replicated, um, just original art. So if you want to collect some original art of mine, I want to get, you know, a little package from me each month. Um, you can do that. I love that. I'm ser- seriously so feel so grateful um, just to know that somebody's out there, you know, tipping me for for this kind of work and expression. I li- I don't expect anything of it. I do it because I love it because I love talking to talking um, to people and expressing myself through this form, and um, you know just having you guys be a fly on the wall in my um, my psyche and my spirit. So thank you all. Love you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Breakdown and Build Up. Stay in touch with me on Instagram at Jordan Guzman Art. You can email me at jordanguzmanart at gmail.com. My website is jordanguzmanart.com. Consider supporting the podcast and my creative ventures by making a one-time donation or even becoming a patron on Patreon. By making a monthly contribution, you can have access to behind-the-scenes content, my art, poetry, writings, and other exclusive creative musings that I don't share on other social media platforms. Follow the Patreon link in the show notes for more information. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be at peace. May the light of your life be a blessing to all. Be well, my friends.